Good evening, everyone. This is Surreal Gerald Quinn of the Real Deal Podcast. We just recorded a few minutes ago. Um, happy, of course, to have Rob Sapp joining the podcast uh, as we discuss the NFL um, previewing the Super Wildcard Weekend. Uh, had a lot of discussion about that, and we had a very interesting conversation about the legacy of one Russell Wilson. It's not set in stone as of right now and could be headed in the wrong direction. We also deep dive the coaching situation and why if you're the enemy, you want to stay away from the majority of these jobs minus the Arizona job. So a lot to talk about from that standpoint. But before we get to the podcast, um, I have to talk about what transpired Monday night. Uh, with the Georgia Bulldogs um, demolition of the TCU Horned Frogs and just was an overpowering, just virtuoso performance by Georgia. One of the great championship performances of all time. I'm not going to call it the greatest of all time because I have to consider the conversation, the competition, excuse me. I don't, TCU is not a top team. They were not a great team, very good team, but not a great team. I still would put Nebraska's um, just annihilation over Florida back in that Orange Bowl in uh, 96 when it was like 62 to 24. I would still put that as the best championship performance that I ever saw in my lifetime. USC is certainly up there with what they did to Oklahoma uh, back in uh, back in the old four season. But this was up there. Like this was this was just. By perfection. I mean, Georgia played outside of missing the extra point, a meaningless extra point. Georgia played a perfect game. They are the gold standard of college football without question. They are the program. They have eclipsed Alabama as the program. I know if you're Alabama, you don't want to hear that, but facts are facts. They are they are a better program than Alabama right now. You go back to back. You go twenty nine and one. You do this in the SEC. Um, you completely just. Right, go through, um, go through around the uh, TCU. Um, you you are the top program, and it's like it's not even it's not even a question right now uh, that Georgia is the top program in college football. Uh, if you have if you're Ohio State, you're probably thinking kicking yourself right now, thinking that number one, you're probably you're the second best team in the country, but number two, you easily. Would have would have another championship had you been able to get by Georgia. And that was a game that Ohio State probably should have won, outplayed Georgia, but Georgia was able to get by uh, in terms of that national semifinal. So Ohio State has to be sick to their stomach, uh, to their stomachs uh, right now. But it was all about Georgia, and they're just they're getting the most dominant performance in probably championship game history. They broke records for uh, for uh, differential. And also total points scored uh, at 65. So we're going to head to the Real Deal podcast along with Robert Sapp. Enjoy. Welcome to this latest edition of the Real Deal podcast. I'm your host, Real Joe Quinn, on this 11th of January 2023. Still get used to saying that. Uh, we, are, we have reached the NFL playoffs, uh, Super Wildcard Weekend. Um, of course, it would not be a podcast if I wasn't joined by the Buffalo Buffalo Mafia leader, Robert Sapp. So, Sapp, how you doing this evening? I don't know about all that. I'm doing really well. Well, one of the leaders. You're one of the leaders. 
of the Bills Mafia. Um, Bills Mafia, they they got it. But uh, yeah, I've been around for a little bit. If you raised, they got it. But I've been around for a little bit. Uh, so I've suffered. Yes, I've suffered. Yes, you, you you're going through a lot of pain. Uh, so as always, we begin begin with our themes. Um, going into the playoffs, and my theme is, and I really I thought long and hard about this, and I came to this conclusion: I really, I don't really trust any of them. And I came to that theme because I just looked at how flawed every one of these teams are in the playoffs, and just I I don't have a feel for how this thing is going to end up. Uh, now, this weekend, my picks are going to be relatively not too... Uh, I kind of get a sense of who who I think is going to advance. That, that's not the case. I'm just giving, telling you an overall feel of how this thing could go in regards to um, who, can, who can get to the Super Bowl. But I just I just don't really like these teams in the playoffs. I, I don't. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I don't like any of them. Uh, com- there are no complete teams. Um, now, it makes for excitement as far as parody and things of that nature. But more times than not, going to the playoffs, I would have a feel of, all right, this is this is the team to beat, or these two teams are the team to beat. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have that right now uh, going to the playoffs. So, henceforth, I don't really trust any of them. A theme for you. Um, just win, just win. Like that, 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 that was that was the theme. And um, you know, like the last season is uh, also like a lot of division rivals as well. And so, um, it it was uh, it was a um, it was a time to uh, for those teams that should win, needed to win, um, had to win, everybody took care of business and took care of business in their in their own way. So that was just kind of my thing. It was like just like close the season out and close it out with a win. So we move to all the thoughts. Uh, of course, I have not spoken to uh, Robert Sapp since yeah. that, that just, you know, devastating injury mm-hmm. that took place last Monday night. With, of course, DeMar, uh, DeMar Hamlin. Um, that was a uh, difficult podcast to do last week, to say at least for me, uh, because of what transpired, what transpired with that. And, you know, you just, it really, uh, it was just something, like I said, it's something I've never, as a fan of football for, you know, better part, to have a 30 plus years, it's something I had never seen before, never thought that anybody could possibly die on the field, possibly. Um, and it, for a couple of minutes there, it looked like that, you know, was a possibility. Thankfully, you know, the training staff, Bill's training staff, and, you know, the trauma hospital only being two and a half miles away, everything was aligned perfectly for DeMar Hamilton, uh, DeMar Hamlin from that standpoint. And he, ever, and he since then has made, still, of course, has a long way to go, but has made a more than miraculous uh, recovery to the, get to a point to where he was released to rehab back in Buffalo. Um, just a tremendous outpouring of support from the whole, just seemingly the sports community, just seemingly everybody. Even, you know, even, you know, he brought Twitter together for a week. 
which is one of the most negative places on on planet Earth. But even you know, you look on you look on tweets and people you know prayers up and things of that nature. A lot of support from that standpoint. You as a Buffalo lifelong Buffalo Bill fan, um, from last Monday to now, what what has your world been like? Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not really going to speak on that because there. I mean, like in terms of like the the whole thing, like right there, because um, you know that's a man's life, and I don't play around with that stuff. Um, but what what I will say is that um, the the um, the the tone and the mood of um, the fan base was um, was. It, it made me proud to be a Bills fan. Let me just say that. It made me very, very proud to be a Bills fan because nobody was talking about sports. Nobody was talking about football. People were talking about the the man. And so, like, I'll leave it at, leave it, I'll leave it at that. But, the, but that that made me really, really happy. And truly, honestly, I didn't care if we played, played that game, da-da-da. Like, you know, all, these, all these extra things that were mattering before ceased to matter. And that, that's the exact way it should be when something like that happens. Um so, with that being said, um, going into that, that Patriots game, you talk about not having a feel for the teams. I have a really good feel for all the teams. But that game, that specific game, I, that was the first time in a very long time, especially with the team that I follow, where I had zero idea how that game was going to go. Zero. I, could, I mean, there was, I had no clue. I had no clue what I was going to see um, uh, against the Patriots. And so... Um, I'll localize it to that game. Um, it was, um, I didn't know how exciting it would be with that opening kickoff. Like, I, I, like, I, I didn't know how excited it would make me, that opening kickoff. I mean, I literally was um, in, I was in 30th Street Station. I was in the train station, and I was watching on my phone. And um, standing in line for a train that had been delayed for a while, and everybody's irritated and just and like that kickoff happens. I'm jumping, I'm fist pumping right in front of Eagles. Say I didn't care. Um, I immediately threw on my bills, my brand new bills hat. My family got me a Josh Allen jersey for Christmas. So like it was just like okay, like that was that was needed. I it was needed in a way that. I think none of us actually knew how much it was needed as, as just like a sports release has nothing to do with his fight, but just as a sports release, it was, it was very, very cool. That moment was very cool. Um, and then, um, as, as the fan that I am, um, I will never, ever, 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 ever get tired of sending New England home ever. Ever, ever get tired of sending them home. Ever get tired of sending them home. So that was the icing on the cake of a horrible um, experience from the other game um, was the fact that um, the team came came back, um, played a game. It didn't even matter how they played, to be honest with you. It just really didn't even matter. They played a game. They successfully got through a game. Everybody made it out healthy and well and then the added bonus is we got to send the Patriots home for the playoffs which is always a beautiful thing 
Yeah, I, I think that if you're a Buffalo fan, I like I just I, I I mean I'm not a Buffalo fan, but I I couldn't be any more prouder of a team coming off what they had to deal with the entire week to go out there and perform uh the way they did. And I I think that, you know, you can look at mistakes over the course of a football game, you can look at this, that, the third, they, the offense wasn't great the first half, came along in the yeah, second. Yeah, no, that's not a game to break down like that. That's, well, that's not it's not no that's no, that's not, not no, no, it's not that's yep. to your point. It's not it's not even about that. The team showed up nah. they they played like they that, played. that literally. Yes. Yes, they played. They, played. they, they played. were able to play football. They were able to play football, and they, they, uh, you know, they did themselves. They they did themselves. They did the whole city. They did everything. I did did every everybody who moves to Buffalo proud. Period. Period. That's that's all there is to it. Um, I was just wondering, you know. Like some of the thoughts came in my head in terms of, and I heard some of this, and maybe I mean you could speak to this. Uh, just wondering about the that that emotion of let's you know do it for Demar and how you know how that could go in so many different directions. Um, I remember when Sean Taylor was killed um, tragically; he was murdered back in '07. And, and ironically, we were playing the, the first game they played. Washington played was against Buffalo. Buffalo won the game, ended up winning the game. And Washington struggled until then, then got hot late and made a playoff, went to the playoffs before getting put out by Seattle. But I just remember just how just it, it was just like that, you know, that, I mean, that's a, that, that emotion can just be, it could be galvanizing and draining at the same time. So I, I just kind of thought about that with Buffalo, not only in this game, but even for the uh, the for the future, which is now, because they have Miami this weekend for just a, a playoff run of how they will use that. Or do you even try to tap in, into that at all? Nah, nah, nah. I agree with that. I don't think you – I don't think you – yeah, I think – I don't think you try – I don't think it's about – the ball is he's recovering. So yeah, we he's in our thoughts. He's in our prayers still. We're gonna support he's still he's still our guy. But I don't I I, I don't think, you know, trying to tap into that would be effective. Because you still got I mean still it still comes down to exec, execution with all that emotion, putting all that when all that emotion is going into it. You still gotta you still gotta go there and go out there, execute a game plan, lock, tackle, so on and so on, adjustments by the coaches did that. Still, there's going to be a difference between win, winning and losing, and just it, that. But yeah, so I just kind of thought about that. But uh, if you're a Buffalo Bills fan, I'm sure you had there. There were no complaints. Like, like you said, you played the game, no, you won no, the game, uh, and the Patriots. Listen, you played the game, yeah. you won the game, yeah. and the Patriots went home. So you got the triple. That was a three there for three. Yeah. So. Yeah. All good. Game of the week, uh, Jacksonville. Uh, speaking of a great run, uh, Jacksonville gets to the playoffs for the first time since 2017. Of course, that, that year, they, they were a loaded Jacksonville team. Remember, that's the Jalen Ramsey team uh, that had LeGarrette, LeGarrette uh, not LeGarrette Blunt, but Leonard Fournette. And, you know, they, they had a very good team that year. It almost should have beat uh, New England uh, to get to the Super Bowl, if you remember. Uh, they completed just a remarkable turnaround for the uh in terms of their season uh take out the uh, Tennessee Titans team that of course we know was uh devastated by a bunch of uh, 
a myriad of injuries. Twenty, something like twenty-three starters, including a quarterback. You got when you have Joshua Dobbs. You have Joshua Dobbs quarterback, and you're not. It's 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 not a good thing. Um, but still, it was a, it was a struggle, divisional struggle. They get a late touchdown off a off a uh, scoop and score. Great play by a defensive player. Great uh, by both the, the uh, by both Walker and and Allen to make that play and win the game. Uh, fun game to watch because you know this is a divisional rivalry with, with everything on the line. Uh, you see a team maturing in front of you. You see a quarterback getting better and maturing in front of you. And Trevor Lawrence. And listen, it you know, when I'm watching this game, I'm thinking about damn how bad was was Urban Meyer. Like my like you like we, like organizational malpractice. Oh my god! They like, this, this, organizational malpractice. They this was like because this is basically now nah, they went out. They went out. Give Shad kind of a lot of credit. They went out and spent some money. They got they spent a ton of money on free agency. All those guys paid off, but still, for the most part, this is still the still basically the same team that they had in twenty twenty one. Like it's not it's not that dramatically different. So you go from one of the worst years for a franchise in terms of just not only just on the field but off the field into making the playoffs in one year. That just lets you know all you need to know about just, you know, like Urban Meyer is one of the worst one-year coaches that you will ever see and has no business ever coaching in the NFL again, yeah, again, to say the least. So give Doug Peterson a lot of credit. Um, he is, you know, they got an adult in the room. They got somebody who, you know, who's obviously knows what he's doing from that standpoint. Uh, they play to their defense. They play to the quarterback. And they listen, they got the job done. Um, when they win a division. They didn't leave it up to leave it up to some crazy scenarios. If they would have lost, which they probably wouldn't have got in. Uh, if they would have lost, um, they would have lost that loss on Saturday. So uh, I, I give Jaguars an awful lot of credit uh, because they had there were a number of times during the season where things could have went left real fast and they could have been we could have been talking about them being a potential top five pick and things the top ten pick and things of that nature but uh they turned it around and they find themselves in the playoffs with a home game at that what are your thoughts on this game in jacksonville yeah i mean me and my brother we broke it down yesterday he helped me identify like i always forget about jacksonville i'm not i'm i'm, I'm not a fan i'm just not a fan and it's because of the urban buyer thing um and it's, it was organizational malpractice. And what I did subconsciously is I just ejected Jacksonville from the league. Like, I have a blind spot on them. I have to admit that. I have a blind spot on them. Um, they have to win the Super Bowl for me to acknowledge their existence again, <laughs> I think. Um, I just have a blind spot on them. I just, I, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of that franchise. I'm not a fan of what they did. Um, Chuck Lawrence can be as good as he wants to be. I do not believe in Jacksonville as a as a franchise as a team. It's cool that they made it in with a nine and eight record, um, which was enough in the South, but would have been enough in a lot of other divisions. Right. Um, so it's it's cool that they did it. And they're 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 a nice story, and I can acknowledge that they're they're going up, but just I have a blind spot on them because I think they're well, a poorly run franchise. But good win, good win for them, good win for their fan base, all of that stuff, yada, yada. Um, you know, they're a young team, and they're, they're up and coming, and they're going away. Um, I know we'll get to this. This is my particular game of the week with Green Bay-Detroit. So I was just yes. way more yep. excited to get to that yep. game. 
I know But yeah, I mean, it was a good, like you said, it's a good, solid win. Divisional rival, the team that's been dominating the, the division. So I get all of that, and their fan base should be absolutely excited and everything like that. I just have a personal blind spot against Jacksonville because um, it got, it was, they, they tried to destroy their franchise. They just, they tried to destroy it in one year. And so, yeah, for, for one year, um, they did destroy it. I don't, know, I don't know how much credit I can give you for blowing up your house and then building it back. I don't know how much credit I can give you for that. I really don't. No, um, I, I, so, I get what you're saying, but I, I, give Doug P, I have to give Doug Peterson a lot of credit. Oh, so, Doug P, yeah. no, 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 no. Peterson had nothing to do with that. He no. came in there and did his thing. He had nothing to do with what they did right. last year. No, Peterson right. gets Cool. Much kudos. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Um, uh, Tennessee will have major question marks, of course, about the quarterback situation next year, as if a lot, as a, a lot of teams will have <laughs> still similar questions. Tennessee, by the way, Tennessee was dead the minute they came to trade AJ Brown. They were done. They just yes. didn't know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Very similar, similar, similar to Green Bay. Similar to Green Bay. They didn't even know it. Yep. They didn't know yep. it. Yep. Exactly right. Speaking of Green Bay, uh, games of note, Green Bay, Detroit. Uh, Detroit sends Green Bay, sends Green Bay home. Um, home. 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 At home. They send them bye home bye. at home. Bye-bye. This was a, this, this game was the epitome of the Green Bay season. You had yep. a average to me, mediocre Aaron Rodgers. They couldn't do anything in the red zone but settle for field goals. They could not get out their own way with turnovers and just dumb, just dumb shit like pushing a trainer who's trying to try to attend up to a player. Just dumb. Um, just dumb. And they ultimately what could not. They ultimately could not stop the run. So this this loss made perfect sense. I'm not surprised at all. Uh, even though I picked Green Bay to win the game, I thought it would be a very close game, but I'm not in the least bit surprised by this loss. And if you are surprised, then you just haven't watched Green Bay all season long. Green Bay is not a very good team. They haven't been good all season long. They completely get what they deserve. This is this is they didn't even deserve to make the playoffs. And I'm, I'm kind of no, actually I'm kind of glad. No, they, they I'm glad I'm actually glad they did make the playoffs because they they their play over the course of the season was was just putrid. Even they get and they caught they to be honest with you, they caught some breaks during this win streak. Like Tua was concussed when he threw three straight interceptions. Okay. Yeah. Uh they, you know, the Minnesota, that, you know, that shit was just uh, Minnesota being Minnesota, just a complete no show about Minnesota. <laughs> that's Minnesota. That, that, that's that's I was thinking, I was thinking about you too. I, I definitely was thinking about you. Yeah, was thinking about you. yeah. so they call a break with that. But, Green, but yeah, Green Bay, you know, they they were just a bad football team this year. And like to your point about AJ Brown, they never recovered from Devontae Adams, period. They never recovered. They, they, there was no recovery from that at all. You don't replace the best receiver in football. Okay, uh, you know, unlike Kansas City, they didn't. There was no plan. Okay, so no plan. No plan. There's no there was plan. no plan. 
and ultimately they get what they deserve. They got what they deserve. And and by the way, Detroit, I'm not looking at Detroit for 2023 as this up and coming team because they're not. To be honest with you, I, I don't I don't think Detroit's any good. I think Detroit had a nice year. They you know give them credit for finishing over a game over 500 and not being one of the worst franchises in the league. But they're not. Detroit's not like I can't take Detroit serious moving into next year. They're, they're, they're not up and coming. Uh, they had a easy schedule and they in a bad division played some bad football teams um and yeah yeah i'm not like I, i'm not into detroit at all like i like if you want to you're a lions fan and you want to be pat yourself on the back for not for finishing a game over 500 knock yourself out but this but this green the greenberg season was a complete failure and it ended the way it should end what, what were your thoughts um yeah, I mean, like, 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 I agree with everything on Green Bay. With Detroit, I would say um, I have clowned Dane Campbell in my head or publicly pretty much since he's gotten there. Um, I have to give him credit on this one. He had the boys ready to play. Detroit had nothing to play for at all. Zero. Nothing. He did. Nothing he to did. play for except eliminating Green Bay. I respect that. I respect that. A division rival who's just like, you know what? What we want to do is ruin your life. I respect that. I respect that. That's the division rivalry stuff. That's, 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 that's the good stuff about sports. That's just competition for the sake of competition. Um, we just want to beat you, period, in this, in this story. Yeah, so I, was, I, I, too, I did not think they would be ready to give that type of effort with nothing at all to play for with the team that has all the things to play for. So I have to give him credit when credit is due. He had them boys ready to play. Do I believe in Detroit going forward? No, but that's not, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about ruining Aaron Rodgers' life, which is fun. Yeah, no, you got you you got to give him credit. I think, I think credit. give him credit on that one. You got to you gotta give him credit for that. They had nothing to play for. They had nothing to play for. Zero. Once, uh, once Seattle took care of business. Um, getting back to Green Bay, I listen to the Aaron Rodgers press conference, um, and also watch like this is Aaron Rodgers is. Yes. We've, we've said this. We said this <laughs> countless no, times. Not even not the teammates care. But Aaron we, Rodgers we said, we we said this countless times on this program and on this podcast, and we, we, we I'm just gonna continue to beat a dead horse, but whatever. The epitome of just a narcissism, all about me, like the whole walking off the field slow, and you know the jersey thing, and to, I want to take it in, and like just it, it was just it was it was it was too much for me. I was like, yo. Just, we get it. We get all we get we get the fact that you might not be back next year. We get we get it. How about the fact that your team played like shit and you played like shit and you're going home, you lost to the Detroit Lions. How about that? And if you're not back next year, because you know you can't carry the team. That's right. why. Right. Yes. It ain't cause yes. yeah, it ain't cause it's time to go. No. It's so you looking at the state of the league, you like like Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Herbert. I have leaped over you. And Herbert's right there. All the other young boys are coming. Um, you know, it's a to be determined on Cleveland, a total to be determined. 
Yeah. Um, so you see, you see, you see the landscape. You're not the yeah. guy anymore. You're not even close to the guy anymore. And I'm like, matter of fact, everybody gets irritated with you when you do. Yeah. So I listen. I, I you know listen to a press conference, and you know he basically. I mean, of course, he's not going to get a definitive answer, but uh, you know, I, I, I think probably it's, it's probably fifty fifty. Uh, whether he comes back or not, it might, it might even be 40, 60 against, to be honest with you. Uh, I could definitely see him retiring. Um, I think that he has such, he has so much, he's so narcissistic and he has so much pride that he wouldn't even dream of trying to go, of possibly going through another season like this. And then people start calling him like, cause they didn't call him that this year as much, but people really just say, like, yo, you suck. So I don't even think his ego could even remotely handle that ha- handle that type of criticism. So I, like, like I said, I, I could definitely see him see him walking away and, and, and retiring uh, without question. Like, I, that, that, like, I, I, matter of fact, well, we'll, we'll, we'll get to this uh, we'll, with a later question. I was going to say, it, here's before you move on, the, bet, the best point about that is, no, like, people will try to make a story, nobody even cares. No. Nobody no. even cares. No. It won't no. make a ripple if he no. retires or not. It won't. It won't. Really no. won't. It won't. No. No. It won't. It was not like Green Bay was a power. So no, no, because really that's your sure. point. Yeah, Green Bay... People realize that the Green Bay window is closed, so it's like, yeah, yeah you come, yeah, you win the, yeah, that, okay, yeah. Uh, the the money move is going to another team, and you didn't do that, so right. that, that you you're irrelevant in Green Bay, except to yeah. Green Bay. They can they can have all the feelings about you, but the rest of us are over you. Yes, yes, we've been over you. Been over we own to you, like it's not, it's not, it's not even. It's not even a thing. Oh, he only threw five hundred. It's not like not like we know what you're doing. You're not. You're not trying to. You're not trying to put the ball in harm's way to win the game. You rather not have the intercept. Like, like, anyways. Uh, like, we're we're just everybody. We're all in the Brett Favre. I'm Brett Favre. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. Everybody's on to him now. Yeah. Uh, Dallas, Washington. Um, so, speaking of. Uh, so Dallas basically did the polar opposite of what Detroit did in terms of showing up. And Dallas, at the time, they didn't know it had something to play for because they didn't know that they were playing the same time as Philadelphia. And that game was relatively – it wasn't that competitive. But still, they didn't actually – they didn't know that Philadelphia had, like, was, was going was, – was winning, was going to – that game wasn't over with. So they still had – like, they still had something to play for from that standpoint. But just – this was a – as bad as performance as you will ever see. Um, Dallas goes out there and scores six points, 182 yards, four for 18 on third downs. Dak Prescott throws another pick six. Uh, they are trending in the wrong direction. I've looked at them. If you really study their last five games, they have not been good um, at all, to be honest with you. Uh, Dak Prescott in November, December, January has 20 touchdowns and 13 interceptions. Uh, this was again, and I, I watched this game from start to finish. It was a this is not the type of performance you want to go into the playoffs with. Like you just like against like yeah, against a division rival, um, and it's just it, it was just putrid 
it was uh, like it was like how can you play this bad against a team that's just not that's not against a mediocre team like Washington like I mean, Washington had Washington had some defensive players that even that did that did not even play they're playing Sam Howe at quarterback um uh, I if I was a Dallas fan I would have I like I would not be feeling good going into this game against Tampa Bay this weekend to be honest with you based off that performance and based off really their last month. They haven't played well. Like you look, like I said, even Tampa's the Philly bad. game. Tampa's bad. I, yeah. I, so <laughs> hey, I don't. I don't. Tampa's. Look, if you say Dallas, the Tampa's worse. We'll get. Well, we'll get to that game. Um, but yep. I, like I said, I don't like this Dallas team right now at all. I think they hit their high point when they beat when they when they destroy Indianapolis. They they their high point was destroying Minnesota. And, and, and destroying Indianapolis, that's when we were like, oh, this, they could be scary. Ever since that, struggled against Houston, um, struggled against Philadelphia without Jalen Hurts. They, um, let me look at their schedule. Uh, this game, of course, was horrible. Uh, the Jacksonville game that they, uh, that they choked away after having a big lead, they have not played well. Like they are, they are trending in the wrong direction, and I they don't have the kind of type of championship pedigree to where, and I don't think any any NFL team does where you can just turn it on the playoffs. I don't, I just don't think that exists in the NFL. Like you, if you're not playing well going to the playoffs, it's not going to end well for you. It's not like it's not the NBA here where you you know Milwaukee somebody can go in and just turn it on. Really, not, like even that that kind of is not even happening in sports right now. To be honest with you, where teams are playing poorly going into the postseason and then turning on. And, and get to the finals or win the finals. That, I think that kind of that day has kind of been dead for sports the last five last five to ten years. To be perfectly honest with you, but it definitely doesn't happen in the NFL. Um, so I, I again, I, again, this was an awful performance from start to finish. They again, I have no faith in this team in the postseason. Maybe they get past Tampa Bay, maybe, but they're not they're not a threat to do anything major to me. They're not a threat at, at what I mean at all, at all. Uh, what are your thoughts? Um, uh, so I had a conversation with, uh, when I got to D.C., the Dallas game hadn't started. Yes, yeah, so I had a conversation with uh, some Commander fans, and they didn't even want to win the game because of uh, they, wanted, they wanted a higher seed. Um, and traffic, I was like, you gotta, you gotta be Dallas. You gotta want to be Dallas. Um, yeah, right. traffic, sorry. Um, you gotta want to be Dallas. You just have to, you just have to. Um, and so I was very happy that the actual team wanted to beat Dallas as much as I wanted to see Dallas get beat, um, by, by a, by a division, by a division rival. So, um, you know, like you can't, you can't. There's, there's just no slipping. You can't slip in this league. You can't just chill. You can't relax. You can't throttle it down, and you especially can't do that against a division rival. They'll eat your lunch, and that's exactly what happened. Dallas played themselves, thinking they were, thinking they could just do as they pleased, and turns out you can't. Yeah, it was just, I mean, it was just, uh, like, it was a performance. They just slept walk, and it's like, you know they're going to play hard because you're Dallas. Like, this is still, it's Dallas-Washington. Like, it's, and they're at home. They want, they, I mean, I, you know, 
I, I yeah, I just didn't get forget about Washington. Just for the sake of you still have an opportunity to possibly get the number one seat. Like that still was on the table going into that game. So just from that standpoint alone, that should have been motivation enough. So that would bother me to even at more so. Like we we were supposed to, we are we actually are playing for something beyond pride and beyond just trying to get another another win. We are playing we're playing for the number one seed. We're trying we we try we should be trying to win this game. And it looked like they were just like I said, just going through the motions and you know, we'll just get to the playoffs when we get to the playoffs. But I look at I'd be concerned about that. Dak Prescott this year had fifteen interceptions. Um and I think, you know, when I watched Dak Prescott, he's yeah, he's a very good quarterback. But you cannot use he's not he's not a guy that you can't put too much on Dak. Like I don't think Dak will win you a will can win you a playoff game. If if they shut down if somebody shuts down the running game or contains their running game, I, I just think that he's not that guy right now. And he may never he may never be that guy. But I think like right now, this Dak Prescott definitely is not that guy. Black Monday, of course, uh, kind of started early. <laughs> a couple of coaches that got released, relieved of their duties, with Nathaniel Hackett and what, and what have you. But um, none of these jobs that none of these hot firings were were surprised. surprise. Of course, Arizona, Houston, Carolina, Denver, Indianapolis. Um, and there could be there are a couple. There could be some more openings as well, depending on. Playoffs and also depending on what Sean uh, McVay does, but I guess um, if you're ranking the jobs that are currently open, open, you have Arizona, Houston, Carolina, Denver, Indianapolis. If I'm if I'm a head coach, who want if I'm if I'm a top tier head coach, which one of those jobs would I take first? You start with Arizona. Arizona, yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. the others don't have anything at the quarterback position. Now, am I saying Kyler Murray is the truth? No, I'm not. But um, yeah, the others. He's superior to all those other quarterbacks players. by far. Yeah, it's just way players. Uh huh. <laughs> what are your thoughts? And I haven't pictured up here. I actually, I feel somewhat bad for him, but I don't feel too bad for him in terms of Lovey Smith. All right. So Houston fired. Houston's had four. It was going to have four head coaches in four years. Um, another one and done. Black coach. Yeah, uh, hardly run franchise. They. You talk about miserably run. They. They might be the worst franchise in the league right now, and that's they're, they're fighting a couple yeah. franchises for that title. But they. they, they, they no, nah, they're pretty bad. They, what they, they, done they might have last, that title locked up pretty good. What they've done in the last four years, considering where they were at, it's, it's pretty bad. It's it pretty is bad. like who the hell won the coach there? How do you mess up the Deshaun Watson to Bernard Hopkins combination? Just how do you mess Deshaun, it up? Yeah, yeah. How no, do you it, mess it up? Yeah. How yeah. did you mess that up? It just it it, it it I don't I don't understand it. I don't understand it. You have a handle on Deshaun Watson. You, you know that that's just there's just no yeah. There's no other way. Me and my brother were talking about it. Like just think, like 
at, like when you four coaches in four years. I mean, that says everything because like look at like if Mike Tom was the coach there, is any of that happening? Any of this happening? No. No. When no. you don't have that leadership in the front office, the head coaching position, all types of shenanigans happen because so many things are mismanaged. Um so they're just bad. It's <laughs> just really, really bad. Yeah, none of these jobs are really that desirable, to be honest with you. Um, the Denver job, they have talent, but, you know, Russell Wilson could, is Wilson Cook? Well, hear me. So, again, I was definitely breaking this down. So, yes, he is, like, he's done. Um, because, like, and this is what I mean by done. Like, right now, Wilson, Russell Wilson, the, this iteration of him needs the you need to have get him two receivers, a nice running game, and an offensive line, and then you got then you got something. But, but they have the talent there. They have good, they and, have excellent offensive talent. No way. Listen, listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. You, he needs all of that. Damn, how little but no, not half of it. He needs all of it. Right. Not some of it. He needs all of it. That's the, that's where he is right now. But the problem is. They paid him like yeah. he was Patrick Mahomes. Yes, yes, yes. Like he's the one yes. that can go out and get it. So they're not. They they're not going to be able to. They're not going to be able to. They're not going to be able to surround him with the. They can't get him no supplementary pieces, no. and he doesn't have the time frame. It's not no. like he's twenty-two. No, he doesn't have the time no. frame. Yeah, they're fucked. So wait to they're get fucked. that at right. Oh, they're screwed. Oh, yeah, they're I'm fucked. not touching yeah, that job with a fifty-dollar foot no. pole. If I'm there, it's just a. It's a huge mistake. It's yeah. a mistake you can't make, and they made it. It's a yeah. mistake. I might even say they could have seen it coming. It probably was, I mean, I don't know the due diligence, but it probably was a warning sign that um, Seattle was so eager to get rid of them. <laughs> it probably, probably should have raised some alarm bells, but, you know, we was all into it, so I can't even, I can't get super mad at yeah, them. Yeah, we was into it, and plus, Denver had had a quarterback since, you know, forever. So they, you know. No, 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 no. So, so all those things, but. You know, a mistake is a mistake. Doesn't yeah. matter the reason why. It was a it's, it is a franchise offering mistake. It just is. Yeah. It just yeah. is. They have they, two things yeah. come in question. The money he's making, I mean they're gonna start they're gonna start losing players. That's the reality uh, of it. No, that's the reality of the situation. It just is the reality of the situation. They messed up. They just messed up. It's just that simple. You screwed up, you messed up. Um and two things come into question. One is um, the organization's ability to um, identify a young quarterback and then nurture them, right? Like, that's, that is a serious question. If Denver can't do that, then they're done for the long haul. They're just done. They're, you, just, you just write them off for a very long time. They can play the, the rest of the game, the Colts and all the other games, where you try to play a good defense and running game. Um, or Tennessee game plan. They can try that out for a little bit, see, see if they can build something around that, but they ain't going to get you a Super Bowl. So they, they're just, you can just write Denver off for as long as, until they get somebody in there that can do that. Um, they're, they're done. And then the second thing, this is the biggest thing. This is even a bigger thing to me, though. Russell Wilson's legacy is now in question. Mm. That's how big a move this was. Before this move, you ask somebody, is Russell Wilson in the Hall of Fame? You go, yeah, of course. He's in the Hall of Fame. Um, now, you, now, in this move, you're looking, you're going, 
uh, at least I am, I'm looking going, huh, was Russell Wilson ever the guy? <laughs> was he ever the guy? Was he ever able to do that? And then when you start analyzing his career, questions, big-time questions start coming up. Big-time questions start it's coming funny, up. It's so, funny that you said that. Uh, it's funny that you say that, right? Because I, I actually mm-hmm. did that, right? I was looking back yep. at him. Yep. I was looking yep. back at his numbers and what he did post Legion of Boom, okay? Um, when he was the guy as far as the main guy on that team. I'm not saying that he that was the yep. guy in the league. And yep. the numbers are fine. They went to the playoffs yeah, a couple of years. Number. They went to the playoffs uh-huh. a couple of years. They were still, he was still winning games. Mm-hmm. He was still winning yep. games, but they were never a threat nope. to compete nope. for a championship after that. After after that defense after that defense got old and dust and injured and things of that nature, they yep. they were never the threat. Oh, yeah. I think we're gonna we're gonna go back and look back and say it was about that defense and Marshawn Lynch. That's why I really think that's how this thing is gonna age. To be honest with you. Um, now and again, I'm not calling. I'm not. I'm not disrespecting Russell Wilson saying that he was just a game manager. No, because no, you need you need to be a guy to get that 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 bowl. Unless you right. got you know right. Uh, and they got and they got that. They they went to back to back Super Bowls. But so I I pay him literally. But that defense was an all time. Literally, game. what I was about to say. Exactly, I was about to say. Literally, I was about to say. You gotta be that dude unless you have an all. And now it's like, wait. They did have an all-world defense. They had an all-time um, great so defense. Yeah, again, it is you. It it it, it, be, it this this brings it into question. It just does. It just does because you start analyzing that situation, and you could not be more correct. It starts to lean. It starts to lean further away from him and more towards that defense and running game. Yeah, yeah. No, I I think yeah I. Man, it's going to you know, Nobody say gonna, Russell's not good. We're talking right. about Hall of That's Fame. Not, we're talking about Hall of Fame, like, you yes. know, generation to, like, we're, like look at, if we look back at this generation of quarterbacks, no, his name, I'm sorry, his name's not going to get mentioned. We're going to think Brady, Rodgers, you know, Mahomes, like, that's who we're going to be thinking about. Breeze, if you're going to go back even further. Like, I, I mean, I... I mean, to be honest with you, this is, this is at their best. I mean, I, no, I'm gonna give you no. You know, I, I'll say this: he does have the bowl. He does have the bowl. But to be honest with you, would you take, would you take him at their best over over Matt Ryan at his best? <laughs> think about that. I don't know about that, real. I got it. No, about think that. about them at their peak, at their apex. That's tough. Matt Ryan was the MVP in the That's league. That I would say Matt Ryan is unequivocally a better thrower of the football than Russell Wilson. I think I think I think I could say that with 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 pretty good confidence. Um, I I don't know if I could say that Matt Ryan was a better all around quarterback for Russell Wilson, particularly with the way the league has continued to evolve, like having. But it's at least I'm, I'm not even saying I'm not saying he is I'm not saying he is but it's at least uh, this shouldn't even be a question it's at least a question right I mean it is. the way the it way Wilson's the way Russell Wilson's career has gone mm-hmm. like the way it's trending 
my point is we shouldn't even be asking this. It shouldn't we shouldn't even be asking this question if Russell Wilson was that was that guy. That's that's the overall thing point. Like yep. it shouldn't yep. like yep. you know what I'm saying. So I mm-hmm. look, it's it's gonna be <laughs> Yeah, I, I think to uh, to the original point, we're gonna look back at that Seattle defense and that running game as like the catalyst of that that mini that great run that they had. Um and P. Carroll, because P. Carroll, people, if, if Wilson declines to a point to where he no longer does anything for the rest of his career, people going to be like, well, Pete got rid of him at the right time. People going to be, mm-hmm. be able to The bottom line is, here's the bottom line, too. This year, Russell Wilson's at home, Pete Carroll's in the playoffs. It is a horrible look for Russell Wilson. It's I mean, a this horrible is a horrible look. look with Geno Smith. It's a horrible, but this is, I'm about to say, it's a horrible look that they trade you, they slide Geno Smith in, Geno Smith looks just what, like a different universe of a player, and conversely, you crater. Like, that is the, like, I, like, Denver, like, legit. I cannot remember the last team that I looked at and said, I cannot watch their football games. They're un- they were unwatchable to me. It was that bad of football. It was just like, this is unwatchable. So the, the drastic difference in those two, it's just like, ooh, ooh, Russell, this feels like this is you. This feels like this is a you problem here. This really does. It was like you were the problem in Seattle, and then you were the problem in Denver. This is a you problem. And that 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 just doesn't bode well for the near future and his all all Hall of Fame all Hall of Fame credit. But he is married to Sierra, so you know life is. Great. I mean, no, he's winning in life. I, like I, yeah, he's, he's, you know, I'm not. He's, he's winning he's in life. Football. He's talking about right, yeah. yeah. football. Talking about football. You're right. You're right. You're I'm sure he's not shedding any tears right now. You're right. His mansion. You're right. You're right. You're right. We just talked about it. You know, it kind of reminds me too. It kind of reminds me of the, I call it the, it's like the Chris Paul thing where we put, where people put somebody on this next level and they get gauged against that versus what they actually are. Like people will try to put, analytics will say Chris Paul is is, as good as Magic Johnson. Look at the numbers. And it's like, or try to put him on that level, and it's like, eh, no, actually, we know he's not, and I don't care what your analytics say, Chris Paul, Hall of Famer, that, but yeah, I, not all time. He's not on that level. And I think, I think the point where people try to put Wilson on the level of Rodgers, Brady, People were trying to enter, trying to enter him somewhat in that conversation from a, uh, in terms of a, as a contemporary, not not overall, but as a contemporary, at some point, and it's like, and we're finding out that, I mean, I didn't think it, I didn't think it, I never thought, it, even when he was at his peak, but we're definitely finding out that no, he actually was never a guy that could not a guy that could carry a football team. So, yep, yep. It is like, oh, like it. Here's here's the thing too about this coaching situation, right? So, if I'm Eric Bieniemy, and let's take Arizona out the equation, let's say Arizona goes doesn't go in that direction of Eric Bieniemy. If I'm Eric Bieniemy, I'm not taking any one of these other jobs that are open right now, 
I'm sorry. I've seen how it turns out for black coaches with shitty jobs, and it doesn't with no quarterbacks. I'm sorry. I got to, if I'm entering, if I'm taking a job, I have to have a, a a quarterback that either I feel like could be a potential franchise or somebody who I feel like I can elevate that's going to have me in the playoffs year in and year out. I'm sorry. I can't do. I can't do the whole no quarterback shit. That does that has not worked for a black coach ever. <laughs> like, yo, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't do it. If it. I can't do it. I'd rather be, I'll be assistant with Andy Reid and, you know, win another Super Bowl and keep, wait for the next couple, wait for another job to open. He's well, he's still relatively young, Airbnb, and in his like mid 40s or what have you. So he's still a, a young, a young man from a coaching standpoint. But I'm not you like to take a, to take a job like a Houston or Indianapolis, especially with these, especially with the organizations like Indianapolis, Houston, and Denver are just terrible. Or Carolina too, they're just horrible organizations. Forget about just not having a quarterback; they're just horrible organizations. I can't, I can't do it. Like you're 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 asking to get fired. I, I, I'm sorry, I don't want that on my resume. It's tough. Tough choice. It is. I mean, it's hard because you these jobs are few and far between. It's like coach, damn. Head position, but it's, it's a tough choice. It's a tough choice. It's like what my window is going to be. What one or two years? If I if, 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 we, if we stay, I'm not getting three years. I know that. I'm gonna get at at the most. I'm gonna get two years if, if the team's not good. So if I'm married, be enemy outside the Arizona job. I just had to sit. I I can't take any of those other jobs. I'm sorry. I just I like I'm not. I like. I, I guess he'll probably go through some interviews, but I I'm telling you right now, those like those are just those are these are just bad jobs. These jobs are just bad outside the Arizona job. Which is not great. It was just not great that in his own and his, you know, for other for, for reasons of they have some dysfunction in their organization. But they at least have a quarterback that I can build with, a build it with and build around, I feel. This is gonna be stock up for the season. So stock up for the season going to 2023. I have to have to say Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers was phenomenal this season from a standpoint of no one thought they were gonna be any good. I actually was rooting for them to make the playoffs because I think I thought they they were playing extremely well going into the playoffs. They had found some found something with Pickett and the receivers, their defense. Uh, you know, you had T.J. Watt just destroying things when he came back from the injury, and they, you know, I can't you just can't say enough about the culture. You can't say enough about Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin coached his ass off this year, like he coached his ass off. Uh, with this team, this team had no business winning nine games. No, I mean, when I mean no business, none whatsoever winning nine games without a quarterback. You're talking about having Mitchell Trubisky quarterbacking and a rookie quarterback for the majority of the season, and you go out there and you know dealing, of course, the the, the T.J. Watt injury that that you know when he, him missing a, a significant part portion of the season, uh, they would be. Heard from next year, like that. I, I think they, they would. Be, I think they would be a playoff team next year. I think they found something with Pickett. I'm not saying Pickett is going to be a star, but I think Pickett would be serviceable enough to where you can build some pieces. They already have excellent receivers. They already have like they'll you know fix the offensive line from that standpoint, tweak the offensive line, and continue to add to their defense. But that they they to me they I had them stock up for the year because I I, I had zero expectations for Pittsburgh this year. 
Yeah, that's why I keep referencing Tomlin. Like, he's a beast. He's a monster. And the best thing about Tomlin is all he cares about is winning. He's a competitor. Yeah. He's just a competitor. That's it. It doesn't matter. He, he's not hearing He's not hearing Excuses, no. He's not hearing it. It just, no. it just like, it doesn't matter. Like, could we get enough pick? No, no, we're not losing a bunch of games just to get a better pick. Like, that's just not, that, not I, that, I respect no. that somehow. Yeah. It's just no, we, it's and win any way possible. Win. Yeah. Just win. Yeah, I don't care how we win. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not, it's like, not. He's my, like, like, he coached his ass off. Just that simple. He, he had coached his ass off. There was like there's no that's a no excuse organization like he said that like they say they have their their mantra the standard is the standard that's it that's it we out here trying to win football games we're not <laughs> not thinking about tanking what <laughs> what nope. Nope. no you just win that's no it. and you know that that mentality you know that that's just I mean that 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 will win that mentality will win you four or five games alone which it did. Over the course of this season, so I had them for stock up for the year, stock down for the year. I had the AFC West. Um, now Kansas City is Kansas City. Kansas City is Kansas City. We know the Chargers. We know the Chargers uh, uh, had a nice run and will be in the playoffs. But I had such high hopes for the AFC West. I mean, I was, I was like, yo, this is gonna be one of the best divisions in recent memory. Look, this is gonna be a bloodbath. Blah blah blah, and you had the Raiders and Broncos. Uh, yep, yep. You had the Raiders and Broncos. Yeah. So the Denver has one of the worst it's offenses we've ever awful, seen. Awful, I there was offense, yeah. the worst offense I've seen in my lifetime. I've never seen a worse offense ever for a season. I, I've never seen a worse offense. I'm sure there have been offenses that have, that have averaged less points and yards, but as far as aesthetically looking at them play offense, I've never seen anything like as bad as Denver was this season. Um, and the Raiders, so you go from possibly a a you go from the playoffs last year and playing well actually in the in the wild card game against Cincinnati to benching your starting quarterback for Jared Stidham and who has no future in the NFL as a starter, by the way, and you continuously blow. 13 and 14 point leads like they were nothing. Like there was like you raised me on 13 and 14 points. It was like, oh no, you know what's gonna happen. They're gonna lose. Like that, I mean, it, their performance this year was just like it, it was just like, what, what are we doing here? As a as a team that again has some has some talent, has some promise. Even though we we were not, me and you were not high on the Raiders going into the season out of all those teams in the division. We weren't high on them at all. But I, I did expect them to be hovering around 500 and to be somewhat in playoff contention. Like, I didn't expect this. So, stock down for the AFC West as a whole. Who do you have stock down for the year? Oh, there's the two. I mean, you nailed it. It's the two. Uh, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to put the uh, NFC West in there. Um, Not the NFC West. Um, The NFC South in there. Um, just yeah, but but the AFC West is the one that just just absolutely stocked down. Could not be more disappointed. Couldn't be more annoyed at how bad they were. Just all around, just just boo, just boo, man. <laughs> I'm just so disappointed in 
in in that division, to be honest with you. Um, so, could we agree more? Stock down to the NFC West. Before we get to uh, questions NFC, for... Yeah, and, and the NFC South could have been... That was definitely in... Like, they they were not that far behind. That division... That they, the week-in, week-out games that were awful in that division, especially within that division. No, yeah, it's so, unwatchable. It was horrible. You can watch them. Horrible. I mean, like, just... just, just you could watch them, sorry, because they were unwatchable. You could watch them, but it was just god-awful. <laughs> it god-awful watch. Uh, before we get to the questions with Sap, uh, a couple of statistical uh, things of note that ended the season. So you have Patrick Mahomes over 5,000 yards, 40, t- 40, 40 touchdowns. He would be the MVP. I don't think there's any question about that. Um, Justin Jefferson, a, over 1,800 yards receiving. There was a point that, you know, he was, you know, that we thought, we thought that he might get 2,000. We thought Tyreek Hill had a chance at 2,000 before, you know, tour, you know, with the tour injuries and things of that nature. Uh, he finished with, uh, Hill finished with like 1,700. Um, 23 1,000-yard rushers. No, excuse me, 16 1,000-yard rushers. That's the most since 2019. So you saw teams get back to the running game in some cases be forced into getting back to the running game because of how poor quarterbacking was this year. Um, Eagles and 49ers, the only two teams that finished top five in both offense and defense. 70 sacks for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, first time first time in, since 2017 that no team in the league averages 30 points a game. So what are your thoughts on some of those numbers? Yeah, I mean, I think the, so uh, I'll take the last one and the first one and I'll put them, to, I'll put them together um, in terms of, uh, I mean, the, or the, run, the running one, that last one and then the running point, right? Like, like because of the way defense, I've, I've been consistent on this, because of the way defense is playing, the natural clapback for offenses has to be running the football. It's just the natural clapback. It has to be. Um, because they're just playing completely pass and saying you're not going to, we don't believe you're going to run. So that has to be. So I, that statistic makes sense to me. And then the points being down makes sense to me because of that. Um, the way that offense, the way the defense has to play, because um, no defense wants to give up 35 points a game. 30, you know, not, they, no, nobody's trying to hear that on the defensive side of the ball, no matter what the NFL wants. And what fans want, the defense wants to stop the offense from scoring. So they're going to do and create whatever has to happen for that. And so, um, so it makes sense that defenses are sitting back, um, daring offenses to do long, sustained drives and not giving up the big play, which will knock that points per average down. Yeah. No, it's 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 uh that that is a trend that uh, I I don't see going anywhere anytime soon uh until until the offenses make offenses make uh, another adjustment. Um, questions for Sap. Uh, where does Sean Payton end up? Part of me says he doesn't coach this year. Okay. 
because I think he was eyeing San Diego. Um, and then, um, well, no, here's what, okay. So I think, I think he was eyeing San Diego. So he's hoping San Diego didn't make the playoff. They faltered, and they didn't, they didn't do that. So I would say, um, I would say Don Payton's not taking the Arizona job. So the, he either doesn't coach this year or the team that he does coach hasn't been identified yet. The playoffs have to shake themselves out. Could it be Dallas? Absolutely. We've got to see how the playoffs shake itself out. Um, I could see uh, off of the Dolphins. Got to see how the playoffs shake itself out. So I could see teams that currently have head coaches that aren't quote-unquote on the hot seat. Um, but I could see teams dumping their head coach. Yeah, honestly, San Diego might even still need to play now that I'm thinking about it. Um, but um, but uh, that, that's, the, that's, that's the only thing that's giving me hesitation. None of the opening jobs Sean Payton is taking. No, no, absolutely not. No, no. So it is, it is, a, pre, it is a still-to-be-determined team. Um, That that has a that has an existing head coach right now. Probably, if you ask the odds maker, they're probably saying Dallas. I think both Dallas and the Chargers are are, are in play. To be honest with you, I think both those teams are in play, especially Dallas. I think Playoffs have to play out. If Dallas loses this weekend, I could see Jerry Jones doing a big shakeup. And just flat out giving offering Sean Payton the job, I, I definitely could see that. Uh, that that would be a classic Jerry Jones move. So, if he doesn't end up either there, I don't think he coaches. To your point, I agree with that. Like I said, there's zero chance that he's taking any of the open jobs right now. Zero. No. no. Zero. <laughs> no. Period. Uh, which coach survives a wild card loss? McCarthy or Brand, uh, Brandon Staley? You talking about this 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 next round? This round, yes, wild card. Yeah, they're moving the wild card. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. I, mean, I I have to agree with you. If McCarthy, if Dallas loses to Tampa, that's a that's a devastating loss. That's a devastating loss. Um, and that's the type of loss. If Sean Payton's ready to roll, you call Sean Payton and say, let's go. Um, so, just because of expectations, yeah, that, if Dallas loses this game, that's a big problem for McCarthy. That's a big one. That's a big one. They can't lose this game, to be honest with you. They can't. It, it, it would be bad. It would be bad. So I would have to say McCarthy doesn't survive the loss. So Staley survives it. Which quarterback will be back in 2023? Rodgers or Brady? Brady. I agree. I agree. Uh, yeah, I think. I, yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I don't see Brady retiring. To be honest with you. I, 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 I think he's going to play another year. You'll give up your family and just retire. Right, exactly. No, I mean, yeah, what, yeah, what, what's the most major thing to him to retire? He played golf? No. 
袋，垃圾袋，垃圾袋。Now I I buy Tom Brady the Raiders. To be honest with you, <laughs> oh. I do think I think I do think I do think Tampa loses this weekend, and I do think Brady looks for greener pastures. Devontae Adams, that'd be nice. They got some weapons. They got some weapons. The Raiders, they got some weapons. I buy that. I buy that as a move. Whatever. Yeah. Come on, come on, come back on to the AFC. Come back <laughs> over here. Things have changed, sir. Things have changed. Since you were last over here, I'm back over. Uh, Bring your buddy the Eagles. Go ahead. Who won the regular season? Normally, this would be who won the week, but we'll say who won the week. Who won the regular season? Kansas City. I think it had to be the Chiefs. Had to be the Chiefs. Kansas City won the season. Yes. Begrudgingly. Just yep. begrudgingly. Yep. Like in shitty circumstances, I don't have any comebacks or clapbacks for it. It's just, it just shitty circumstances. They got the number one seed and just got to. I mean, so. Just got to live with you, it. It, it, you it, lose it. there, so just live with it. You lose to Rick Hill. You still don't have the MVP of the league. You have. I mean, you basically, you know, don't miss a beat offensively. Uh, matter of fact, uh, the guy, the running back, had more receptions, touchdown receptions, than Tariq Hill last year. Kenan. Um, Chris Jones was terrorizing people this year. He could be in a con- He's going to be in a conversation with defensive player. He'll probably finish behind, uh, I think, the guy. I think uh, San Francisco is going to win it. Bosa is going to win it. Based on, and by and by, you know, best player on best defense makes sense. But Chris Jones would destroy people this year. Like he was all like he, like best year of his career. He's been, I mean, he's been all pro for like the last two or three years. But this year, he just was killing people. And you know, the culture, their culture, like we talk about Pittsburgh's culture. Their culture is their culture. Like Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, that they they are the, they're the standard as far as the quarterback coach. You know. Team uh, combination right now, like they they <laughs> they're gonna launch there together. Kansas City is gonna be you're not our offense in no, not our offense in Kansas City, and don't even try. No, like with Lozadian and Patrick Mahomes together, it's just a wrap. It's just a wrap. Everybody stop trying to beat. That's the gold standard, and nobody nobody get, nobody's reaching that level. Everybody get no. their weight up on defense as well. Right. Yeah. No, you're not. You know, to your point, the you design your defense to go up against their offense. But you, to your point, you don't try to outscore them. Like that's not you're not, or you're not going to out scheme them offense. Like you're not, you're not going to create an offense that looks like theirs. That's just not like they're not replicable. You can't. Yeah, it's not even without Tyreek Hill. It's not replicable. It's not. It, like so, your your best bet is they're just better. They're just better. I just I went over the historical data. Of Kansas City, uh, the Andy Reid and um, the whole combination. Looking at um, all the other quarterback coach combinations in the same time period, they're just better. It's just that simple. They're just better. Yeah. Uh, biggest no disappointment. Definitely no better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. No. No, no. Mahomes is the top guy right now. It's not even a question. 
Um, he, I think even this year he separated himself uh, a little bit. Um, so, yeah. yeah I, I think he just reminded, he reminded us all who he was. Oh, who he is, Everybody yeah. was tripping off of that game, the 13-second game. Everybody was tripping off of that for a second. He just reminded us who he was. Yeah. Biggest disappointment, I, this one was easy for me. It's not like the Denver, I considering the expectations that I had and what I thought they could be and the quality of their defense, which actually was very good at, at one point in the season, was great uh, for the tail for the, the tail end is like you can't be you can't be a bigger disappointment uh considering like you coming in with what you thought we thought was a franchise quarterback you make the big splash you don't give up any major assets to get him in terms of uh great in terms of high level players so uh, you know i'm thinking they like, Denver could possibly maybe an outside chance to keep to, to compete for not only a division title but maybe for a super bowl and they played some of the they played the worst offense I've ever seen in my, I can't remember the worst offensive team in my lifetime. I mean, I could definitely do some research and get numbers from that standpoint, but just in terms of watching with my eyes, I can't remember a team that was a more unwatchable offensively than the Denver Broncos. And it's only, it's only going to get worse, folks. It's not getting better. Considering we, we discussed earlier, considering their predicament with what they're going to, with, with when that, that, that contract really kicks in, and you start having to lose players. You might have to. You might lose a Jared Judy. Uh, you might lose some other guys. You know Sutton or some other guy or some even some key pieces on D, or, or Bradley Chubb on defense. You will start losing some of those guys off a team that didn't already, that was already what four and thirteen this year. So it is. You are. It's like you know. It's kind of like when you miss. If you have the number one pick, you miss. When you say it out loud. It's ow. Four, ew, yeah, ew. over four and thirteen. Ew, yeah, ew. I did not. Ew, ew, Denver. Ew, just ew, <laughs> just, ew. just disgusting. Just, just ew. Ugh. They, ew. Um, Sorry. Ugh. Yeah, no, they, they, uh, it, like I said, they four were they by four, by four and thirteen. What by the far hell? the biggest disappointment. And one, one, of, one of the biggest uh, disappointments in recent memory, to be honest with you. I, 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 well, yes. I do think there was one a notch below this, this, act, this actual year as well. Because oh. I was going to say that's a great choice, Denver, but I'm going to go with the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, that was a shit show. Dumpster. That was a fire. shit show. Just that was a shit show. It's still a shit show. That was a shit Dumpster show. Dumpster fire. Just what? Just what is happening? Just, just. I don't understand. I just don't understand. Again, organizational malpractice. They should. They should. They should honestly be an owner penalty. Like the franchise should like have to be banned for a year. Like we need like a like division. Double A, <laughs> you go down. I don't know, but that should be a penalty. You can't hire ESPN analysts as your head coach and just get away with it scot free. That should be a thing. Like, no, no, no. Bad owner. Bad. Um, so, so, so I wholeheartedly, of course, agree with Denver. You, you know how I feel about Denver, but um, Indianapolis was pretty bad. <laughs> pretty no, let me, oh, hold on, hold on. I, 
Let me apologize to the Denver fans. They actually were five and twelve. They won their last game, so I apologize. Okay, 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 yeah, okay. <laughs> we, we, right. we, we, we want to get the facts here. We want to get go. the facts right in the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta get it accurate. Gotta get it accurate. <laughs> Gotta get it accurate. Still disgusting. Still ill. <laughs> all of that. Still all of that. But yeah, five and twelve. Oh man, that you know. Oh, how about this for a statistical anomaly, right? So, and I, I you know, I couldn't go. You know, I had to take one more shot at the Minnesota Vikings. Well, actually, I'm not done taking shots yeah. at the Minnesota Vikings. We do our playoff predictions. So, Minnesota this year goes 13-4, goes right? They went 13-4. Great record. Great record. They go 13-4, but they were but outscored. Yeah, they lost exactly. the point differential. They had a minus three-point differential. Mm-hmm. Do you know how hard that – that is no. that is impossible. That's impossible. I don't even understand it, real. I don't even understand. It. How does I, I don't I don't understand it. I don't understand it. It's so it makes no sense to me. I've never seen anything like that. I like here. No, here are some teams that had had a a, a lower a higher point a lower point differential. Here are some teams. I'll give you I'll give you a couple teams. Um, the hold on. They were minus three. Um, well, actually, it's not as bad as I thought. But I, because some teams, all, all the teams had like, yeah, Green Bay was minus one. They were eight, nine. So that, but I've never, I've never seen it in my you're life. The, like you're looking this year, just historically. Yes, historically, I've never seen other team ever has a minus differential and has thirteen wins. I I would venture to say no team has ever that's like this is the first I eventually say I, I legit have never seen this before I have no clue how this happened I mean I I saw it I witnessed it but it doesn't make sense in my head it really really truly doesn't yeah no and it, so that, then I have to I have to you know oh I mean like. The Green Bay game disgusted me. So I, at a certain point, I sound crazy if I'm sitting up here going, Minnesota, yeah, yeah, Minnesota got their record, their record. I sound crazy. And then when you do a game like that against Green Bay, and then I look at that point differential, I'm just like, what? Like, what that says to me and what that said to everybody's point all year long is um, – this record could easily be flipped. <laughs> Just yes. as yes. easily be flipped. Yes. Um, like there's there's essentially no there, and you can't be trusted. You just can't. I, no. I I can't I can't come up with with a valid enough argument on the opposite side of that when you give me a stat like that. There just isn't something else that I can say. And then what I personally witnessed against Green Bay, I'm just like, you disgust me. <laughs> like you disgust me. How, how, how do you lay down like that? How is that possible? Well, I mean, I, all I think you that's... had on the line, as bad as they were, they did, they laughed at you all the time. How could you possibly play a game like that except the answer is you're not a good team? I think, well, it's also... Or at the very least, you're not, you're, you're not, you're an average team that got some lucky breaks, let's say yes. that. Yes, yes, that's what it is. So. I think this is what this this is what happens, especially in the NFL. Um, 
which separates the consistent teams from the teams that are not consistent. So last year they lose these games because last year it was the complete opposite. They had a bunch of games where they lost a bunch of one score games. So that and we used to see this with franchises like Carolina, Atlanta, where you like, damn, they eleven and five this year. Now they're five and eleven. So it's just yeah. like those teams are just never consistent. Like it's always like it, they're always, you know, they're always going to be you know hot and cold. Not from not only from game to game, quarter to quarter, but even from year to year. So I, I that's what that's yeah. what it tells me about their franchise and about, um, you know what about their direction the direction that they're going in. Like you can't. You can't trust them. Honestly, yeah, the Miami Dolphins are not like that. Yes. Yes. Jose yep. Marino, definitely. Where it's just yes. like one year they're ten and six, the next year they're four and so anyway, that that's yeah. another team that came to mind as you were saying. I was like, Yeah. Yeah, we I mean we see teams like that. Like I said, the, the teams that stand out mm-hmm. like I said, the Carolina, Ron Rivera, those teams are always Atlanta was notorious for doing that. Notorious, in the, the, yep. even with Pat Ryan, even before going back before that, uh, Chris yep. Miller, the yeah, the you know, Dirty Birds, they they always be up and down from year to year. Um, seventeen straight years, the MC East team has not that has not repeated, which is almost just impossible. It's almost impossible by far, NFL record. So that was my last crazy stat. Uh, that happened with the Eagles winning the division this uh, this year. So we get to the Super Wild Card weekend. Um, I just want to give you a list of uh, <laughs> of the quarterbacks in the playoffs real quick before we get to the games. Um, very interesting list to say the least. Um, I think you'll get a uh, kick out. So you have Mahomes, Hurts. Um, Mahomes and Hurts, Geno Smith, Brock Purdy, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, Josh Allen, Skyler Thompson, uh, two is out. Joe Burrow, more than likely Tyler Huntley. I don't think Lamar is playing this week. Tom Brady, Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins, Daniel Jones, and Daniel Jones. You hear that list of quarterbacks. What what comes to mind? Um that I mean like it's like the names themselves aren't aren't like like out of sorts. It's just where different people are in their careers right now. That is like the obvious like thing that that kind of like sticks sticks out to me because when when I start ranking those names that you said in, in that you said um, certain big time names fall in unexpected um, positions on the ranking list and so that's the thing that probably sticks out to me um, the most on that um, but but other yeah yeah so that's that's just what's going through my head. How surprising where some of these names fall. Like, for, like honestly, whoever would think Jalen Hurts would rank above Tom Brady, right? Like, that's that's crazy. No, I, anyway, that's what my so here, here, the reason why I bring this up is we can go through the course of the history of the NFL. 
over playoff in terms of playoff quarterbacks. They're going to be a mix of legends. They're going to be a mix of up and comers, and they're going to be a mix of journeymen's who have overachieved right for the playoffs. This year stands out because yes, you do have the legends, you do have the up and comers, you have a couple of veterans, but you have about three or four. Who the hell? Have about three or four of them, like Skylar Thompson, Tyler Huntley, Geno Smith, Brock Brock Purdy. You have four of them, four of them. Yep. And what I what I want to what I want the audience to to understand, this is not going to be a, an anomaly. Anomaly. I think this is going to be something that we see moving forward because I think the NFL has a major quarterback issue, and also with the fact that the seventeen game schedule will, will eventually become an eighteen game schedule, so which of course increases the the risk for injuries. We saw, we saw, okay. yep, which we saw a number, we saw a record amount of quarterbacks play this year. So don't think that, okay, this is just uh, aberration. We're not going to see these guys like this in the playoffs, like a Skylar Thompson, or a Tyler Huntley. No, 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 no. This is here to stay. Like, yeah, you're going to have Mahomes and you're going to have your Josh Allen. Those guys are going to be there for the next decade. But some of these other guys, some of these no names that you never heard of, or that you never even thought would be leading a team in the playoffs, they're going to be here. It's going to be at least two to three of them a year, easily. So this, this is something I, I, mean, I, you know, I will mark it right here, right now, on January 11, 2023. This, we will be talking about this for the next four to five, six years. This is going to be a trend because right now, like I said, the quarterback position is hurting in the NFL, hurting. Once you get past uh, a certain, once you get past a certain number, and you can say, "Well, it's always been like that." Yes and no, but we didn't always have seventeen games. Okay, and I don't remember this many poorly run franchises. To be honest with you, I, I I think there are so many there are so many terrible franchises in the NFL right now, more than I can remember it. Growing up or watching football, even as a young adult, which makes them, which is going to cause them to make even worse drafting mistakes. And to be honest with you, it's nothing really coming out the college pipeline that's like that. I mean, even this year, I'm not, I wasn't blown away by Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. Now, they're always going to be a surprise that overachieves and say, hey, I didn't see him coming. Cool. We're going to, those, those are going to happen. But I, I, I'm, and I really was thinking about this just when I when I went over this list and just looking at the, the draft, um, some of the college prospects, even just thinking about quarterbacks in general. I, matter of fact, I, I'm gonna give you a list of, of, of quarterbacks who played this year. <laughs> and this is not even the entire list: Jared Stidham, Sam Howell, Desmond Ritter, Skylar Thompson, Sam Ellinger, Joshua Dobbs, Sam Darnold. Those are some of the quarterbacks that played this year. And that's the short version of the list. So this is not I this will not be an aberration as far as some of these guys that you never heard of or that you wouldn't even think would be starting for a playoff team. Um one I only I have one statement that proves it that, that sums up your points perfectly. Go. Um Brock Purdy is on the team that has a legitimate chance to win the Super Bowl. That's yes. their third string quarterback. That's all you need to know. 
That's not a thing. That's not a thing. Yeah. That is just not a thing. It just isn't. No. No. And they and I'm glad you bring up San Francisco. They were a candidate to win the regular season in terms of winning the regular season. Uh, they have they Kyle Shannon coached his ass off this year. They did a phenomenal job my like goodness. that. Oh I, my God. I, I have come completely to your side on this. I I I see I do I see San Francisco in the Super Bowl. I see I, I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. I see they, 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 they I've, just, I've come they, to your side on this. They play. I mean, they just they know who they are. They know who they are. Um, get into this weekend. They, you know, San Francisco has to get healthy. I mean, their thing yes. is always health. Yeah. That's their thing. And they get yeah. everybody back. Uh, and the boy Purdy can play. He can play. He can play. He can play football. To play that position. He's getting yeah, he's better been. week after week after week. Yeah, I, was, got I was waiting to see. If if uh, when people got tape on him, if his game would degrade, um, oh, he's gotten better. I mean, listen, it helps a lot when you have coaches that you had a position to succeed. <laughs> <laughs> that goes a long, long way. They're not asking him That's to do the ball forty times. They're not asking him to do no crazy wild shit. They're you know, not. For that last game, he had to win it. Like they yeah, he did. No, he did. No, he did. He had to make some. He's made some plays. No, he did. That's right. He can play. He can play. The boy can play. That's that's why I've come to your side. Um, like, so, oh, he's, he's a speaking of uh, that, that's a perfect segue to the, the opening game, Seattle, San Francisco. I don't expect that this will be much of a contest. Um, they've handled Seattle both times they played the regular season. They will handle them a third time. This, uh. Probably the least most attractive game of the weekend, or one of is up there. Um, yeah, I like Seattle. I think has no chance in this game. Any thoughts on this game? Uh, yeah, no. Sorry, you just heard me say San Francisco would give it a chance yep. against Seattle. Yep. Uh, they're not winning this game. I mean, they're not losing this game. Now, the next game is, is very fascinating because of the quarterbacks. Um, Jacksonville hosting the Chargers. I think the Chargers are clearly the better team. They played early in the season, and the Chargers, Jacksonville gave them all types of fit, fit, fits with their defense. But that was, that was like in week three. Chargers are not the same. Nowhere near the same team. They're not there healthier now. Um, they're getting healthy. You're talking about getting healthy at the right moment. They're, they're going to have basically all their pieces back. I like the Chargers in this game. You know how much, even though I, even though Jacksonville ended the season playing well and they they're at home, I just think the, the Chargers just have better talent all around, and I think they will find a way to win a very competitive, close game. It's a very close game. It'll be a very good game. Uh, both quarterbacks making their their playoff debuts, but Herbert is a couple notches above Trevor Lawrence, and I like I'm a Trevor Lawrence fan, but they're level. Herbert is. Legitimately, one of the best right. quarterbacks in the league right now, um, and I think he would be the difference. And I think that that team, um, I just think that just they they have superior talent to uh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville has had an excellent season. I think they've overachieved, and I, I don't see them. Um, I don't think they have enough weapons offensively uh, to uh, take out the Chargers. What are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, I think. Jacksonville is exactly where the Chargers were last year. They probably shouldn't be in the playoffs. Um, 
so they they the first team. Um, and so I think that the Chargers are just a, a step. They're just further ahead than Jacksonville. Yes. Yeah. Jacksonville and they have, and they have more talent. Right they have superiorly more talent. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, you know. So, yeah, um, Chargers win this game. Miami, Buffalo. Um, I. <laughs> Good luck, Scott and Thompson. Game. Good luck, Scott and Thompson. Game. Um, I just can't like I no, I'm I'm sorry. Miami didn't play well at towards the end of the season. Um they they there's no way that this guy is walking into Buffalo and like I said, I don't I'm not even looking forward to this game, to be honest with you. Uh without Tua. Um, but it is what it is. Um I think Buffalo will handle them and I think get Buffalo given another week to kind of you know, decompress on what transpired last Monday. Oh, it's just yes. going to be great just to play a football game. Yeah, just to play, right. Just, just to play, play a football, football game. game. Yep. Just to play a football game that kind of feels regular. Um, just, you just know, it's not regular because it's a playoffs. It's all the yep. Yep. But yep. They, I, I just, just, yeah, I don't see what my, I like, I, like I said, what but, but all Buffalo is going to do is stuff the run and tell, and, and, and say Skylar Thompson beat us. That's all, that, that will be the game plan and he will not be able to beat them. Um, what, what are your thoughts? Um, it's, it's, uh, it's an annoying game to play just because it's a division rival. So they, they know us really well. Right. So that's what's going to make it more physical and more of a fight than a first round game against a non-divisional rival with similar talent deficiencies would be. But with that said, Skylar Thompson to a, they wasn't winning this game. This game wasn't going to be won by Miami. No, I agree with that. No. No, no. Even with even with Tua, no. The way even like no. no. I, didn't, I think no. Um, New York, Minnesota. This actually might be one of the more. This actually is a game that I'm actually into. Um, New York almost beat them a couple of weeks ago. I am two teams that I'm down on right now that are going in the opposite. That are going. That are trending. Talk about stock down. Are Minnesota and Dallas? I don't trust either one of those, these teams. I actually the Giants. To their credit, since they, uh, since they uh, beat us, beat the Commanders a couple few weeks back, have been have played well. Daniel Jones has played well. They've got uh, Saquon Barkley back on on track. He had finished the season with 1,300 yards rushing. Um, I like the Giants in this game, even though the game is at Minnesota. I don't trust Minnesota whatsoever. I definitely don't trust Kirk Cousins in the playoffs. And I even though this is Daniel Jones' first playoff start. Uh, on the road, I think the Giants are just a mentally tougher football team. I think they are better coached. To be honest with you, I give Dable, I give Dable the benefit of the doubt and give him an edge. Uh, give him, give him the edge over O'Connell. You know, O'Connell's pretty good. You no, know, he's fine. O'Connell's fine. I'm not, I'm not disparaging, you know, disparaging him, but I think Dable is a very good coach. And I like the Giants in this game, a close game. I think the Giants. I think. Playing that game earlier in the season, not earlier in the season, just a few weeks back, and almost winning that game. They could have easily won that game, both well. Hard to beat a team twice that when two teams are evenly matched, like in a short time span. So unless you're just clearly the better team, which that's not the case with Minnesota. So I like the Giants in this game. One team is headed, is trending up. The other team is trending down. What are your thoughts on this on this game? 
Yeah, I mean, um, I'm going to pick Minnesota, but do I feel confident <laughs> about it? Absolutely no. not. I think all your points are well taken. Um, I'm just irritated that Minnesota is making me, they're just annoying me right now. Um, making me sound crazy over and over again. Um, the talent gap is significant between the two teams, right? Like the talent gap is significant, and that's the only reason that I can possibly pick um, uh, Minnesota, but uh, I, don't, I don't feel great about it. I just have to be honest. I don't feel great about it. Um, Baltimore and Cincinnati. It's a this is, you're right. It's a fascinating game. Yes. Uh, yeah. Baltimore and Cincinnati. Um, this is a this game is tricky, a little tricky. I like Cincinnati, but I listen. I don't think Lamar Jackson's playing myself. I don't. Um, but when you start talking about division rivals. Baltimore did play played them well last week on their with their you know third string quarterback and they didn't play anybody last week. Like Baltimore really sat their starters. They even sat they sat Huntley and sat like six starters and they still gave Burrow some fits. Cincinnati was trying to win the game. Uh, I think this game will be more competitive than what people actually would think think it will be. I think the pressure is clearly on Cincinnati to win this. Especially if Jackson doesn't go, doesn't play, which I don't expect him to. Um, I could see this 24-17. Like I really could see this being a four-quarter game. I do respect Baltimore's pride. I, I like that they we know hard, hardball, you know, we've had some issues with some of him earlier, maybe last this past earlier this season. The defense has played Baltimore's defense, Baltimore has fixed their defense. So their defense is fine right now, to be honest with you. They are playoff-ready defense. It's not what we saw in the first, basically, two months or so of the season. Their defense is, 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 is played at a high level. They won't be able to score enough points, but I think they will be very competitive in this game. But Cincinnati, you know, has more, more talent. And they have Joe Burrow. So that would be the difference. But I think this will be a very competitive, highly competitive uh, football game. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, you know, like boss, like you just bought to your point. Baltimore's pride. I think Cincinnati's clearly the better team, um, but I agree with you. Baltimore, like they did Pittsburgh. I mean, like they just they those they just don't stop. They don't quit. It just they don't make excuses. It just doesn't. They just keep keep coming. So yeah, twenty four seventeen game feels about right. And finally, Dallas Tampa Bay on Monday night. Um, neither one of these teams has come into the playoffs playing well. I told you how bad Dallas has been, but Tampa hasn't been much better, to be honest with you. Uh, they've had a couple of close wins. They should have lost in the New Orleans game. They lost to, they could have easily lost against a terrible, a bad Arizona team. Um, yeah, they beat Carolina, but Carolina's not any good. Uh, Ultimately, I think that man, it's I, I just don't I don't like what I've seen out of Dallas. I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm just, I like I don't like what I've seen out of Dallas. Dallas is clearly has more talent, but again, I get to experience and pride in a big game. I'm still taking Tom Brady over Dak Prescott. Sorry, 
And I know Brady's not what he once was, but he still was pretty good this year, uh, all things considered. He has some moments. Uh, he has he had more moments of, of, of more downtime this year, uh, or times that he was down than we've seen in recent years. But he's still, he's still, it's, it's kind of like, you know, I remember with the Spurs, and Tim Duncan was getting older, and it's like, damn, he, both his knees are shot, but they get to the playoffs, he's still Tim Duncan. He's still going to give you a couple of rounds where he can put you in a position to possibly win a championship. No, that's not the case with Tampa Bay. Tampa, even Tampa Bay wins this game, they're not a contender. We know this. But I think Tom Brady has one game in him to where I just think, first of all, I think he's never lost to the Cowboys. That's number one. And I, I definitely think that the Cowboys, that Todd Bowles will be like, you know what, Dak Prescott, they will take away, they're going to take away their running game. They're going to dare Dak Prescott to beat, to beat them. I don't think he's going to be able to do it. I just don't. Um, again, on, on, the, on the paper, it's, it's not a mismatch, but Dallas has better talent. But I just don't trust them right now. I, I don't trust them. They're, banged, they're a little banged up on the opposite line. Um, and they just, they, the momentum going into the, in the playoffs with how they ended the season, uh, I don't think they can turn it on and just be like, okay, we're here now. Let's go win it. Like, nah, I don't think that's a faucet you turn on. I will take the veteran. Some of, I will take Tampa's veteran leadership led by, of course, Tom Brady, their defense. And this will be a this will be a rock fight. This game, it's not gonna be a lot. I don't think it's gonna be a lot of points in this game. To be honest with you, I I I'll take Tampa Bay like twenty to seventeen. I think it's the last. I think it's actually a field a field goal game. But I like Tampa Bay and 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 home field as well. So I have no faith in Dallas right now. I'm down that Minnesota and Dallas. I would, could not pick them in these in these rounds based on how they were playing. Yeah, um, yeah, Dallas beats Tampa Bay to death. Um, and, um, and Tom Brady's out of Tampa Bay. I, I think they know it. I think Tom Brady knows it. I think Tampa's cooked. Um, Dallas has bigger things to play for. Um, this game isn't close. Oh, wow. You think it's a, so you think it's a blowout? Yeah, they beat him to death. Tampa's done. They got nothing. Tom Brady has nothing. They're done. I, so I, I just, I don't see, I, I, I don't see a blowout. Like I don't, I don't see how this game is not close. I don't. I, I, I can't. That, like, that would be the story oh, of the weekend to me. This game is not close. I don't, I don't see how this game is not close. I just don't think Dallas is capable. I, like the Dallas team, I'm watching uh, right now. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. We know, we know you hate Dallas. Uh, this the last thing I'll say. Is this is a game I will not be watching at all. I'm not okay. be watching this game. <laughs> Dallas, turn away, please. No. Oh, so I will make even I mean, we'll make predictions as each round goes on. But I, I here's what I'll say about I will I will give you my conference championship and. And my Super Bowl prediction even right now, um, NFC Championship. I don't think, without question, I, I I'd be shocked if it's not Philadelphia, San Francisco. I, I like that. I that that's going to be the NFC Championship. And I again, I won't make the Super Bowl prediction because I don't know that that game. I don't I don't know right now. I don't know who will win that game. Uh, you lean towards San Francisco, but Philadelphia, you know, hurts. You know, gets gets healthier. Who knows? Philadelphia has. 
the, I mean, Philadelphia is a more complete team. If Hurts is Hurts, but San Francisco is playing better. Uh, so, you know, and, and has a better coach, slightly better coach. But that's without question the NFC championship. AFC wise, I think it's going to be, I, I don't know. I'll be honest with you, I don't know because that Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Charger, that those four teams, like those are the four times, like somebody in the AFC is going to wreck. Somebody's going to be, somebody's going to be a, a playoff record. There's going to be somebody that, that just, that wrecks. Uh, that that just wrecks the playoffs. That I like because I think that the AFC obviously is deeper, and I think that those teams are those four teams are relatively closely matched as far as talent goes. And I neither one, none of them are afraid of each other. So I I really don't know. Uh, I have more confidence right now in Kansas City, and Cincinnati, and Buffalo in terms of our ranking them or Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincinnati, whatever. But I, I just I can't tell you who's going to be in the AFC Championship. To be honest with you, I can't. I don't know. I, I, what I do know is one of those teams. Somebody in, in this wild card round is going to wreck. Uh, is going to wreck the AFC playoffs in some way, shape, or form. It won't be. I put it this way: like, about like San Francisco and Philadelphia are one and two seed. You will not have a one and two seed in the AFC Championship. It will not be. It won't go like like that. It won't go chalk from that standpoint. So that's my thoughts overall. Uh, as we head into the playoffs, you have any thoughts overall? Like uh, you like San Francisco to go to Super Bowl? Uh, what about the AFC? I think Kansas City makes it to the Super Bowl. I think you are incorrect in your assessment of the AFC. I think um, you know San, this. It's the big three, and San Diego is very much the little brother. They're not ready for this fight at all. Um, and so then it becomes Cincinnati and Buffalo. Um, yeah, I'm a Bills fan. Um, too, like, so, so I'll split it a little bit. Like, um, if Josh Allen is playing like the Josh Allen I saw last game, like I said, I wasn't going to, I'm not going to criticize that game, but um, there were things that annoyed me. If that Josh Allen plays in Cincinnati, we lose. But if, um, if, uh, we just focus on winning the game, which I, I, uh, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm fairly sure it's gonna, it's gonna happen. Then, um, then Buffalo beat Cincinnati, and it's all that Buffalo and Kansas have been on collision course this entire year. Nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. Um, and so, um, and so it's gonna be about that neutral, that neutral home field. That more than anything will fuel Buffalo. You want to talk about a talking point? That's going to fuel the team. That's going to fuel the team. Not the Demar Hamlin thing. It's the fact that we got to play Kansas City on a neutral site. We beat them in the regular regular season. That game is happening, sir. It's happening. I hope it does. I hope it does. It's I, happening. I, I hope it does. It's happening. Not Kansas City. If I'm be real, like this, my Super Bowl prediction is Kansas City San Francisco. Yeah, again, I, I again I I will I, I will give you the, the championship in AFC in the excuse me in AFC. I have I just don't know what the AFC I definitely don't have I definitely don't have a Super Bowl prediction right now. Um because I feel even for we with Philadelphia San Francisco, I don't know who's going with that game. I don't uh, that that game, I don't have a feel for that. I would have to see both of those teams play. I, 
Gangsters of Philadelphia at full strength, I please give me that game. I I, I want that yeah. game. Yeah, I want that. Yeah, that that would be a that that would be that, yeah. That one I want. The, I want to yeah, that. that yeah, that game. Yeah, that that would be one for the ages. That that would be yeah. At full yeah, that that would be one with a healthy with a even like a ninety percent Jalen Hurts at ninety percent. Uh, and again, I think that game's going to happen because I don't. Unlike the AFC, I don't. There's no one to me that's wrecking. That's going to wreck the playoffs. That's playing this weekend. No one, no one. I have no, I have no regard for any of these teams in NFC that's best power playing. That are going, that are even remotely a threat to to Philly or San Francisco. I just don't. AFC is a different story, but NFC no. I think the NFC is pretty clear uh, cut. I disagree with you about the Chargers too. I think the Chargers can make. I, I, I think the Chargers can make some serious noise. I do. Yeah, I would not be surprised if the Chargers are in the AFC Championship. Would not surprise me. Would not. So, we will see uh, what happens. Um, again, you will get plenty of football <laughs> from Saturday to Monday. Um, so much football. It's a lot. No, it's a lot. It'll be a lot of football. Um, I, listen, I, it's never going back. Matter of fact, I mean, we're going to eventually go to an 18-game season. I, I, but I, 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 I prefer just six teams and, and two wild and two by and, and, and top two seeds being get by week. That's my I, that's my personal preference. That's my personal preference. I think I, I think seven teams is too much. And I think now because now now these teams are now we got teams that are not even playoff caliber teams in the playoffs. Like Jacksonville, Jacksonville is yep. not a playoff team. Yep. Jacksonville is not a playoff team. Yep. I mean, you have Seattle wasn't a playoff team this year. They were not a playoff team. Okay. So yep. it's like but that's where we're at, you know, with the NFL, you know, with wanting to grab every single dollar known to mankind, which will continue to be the case. But I, it starts to bother me when I see non-playoff teams in the playoffs. Like, you didn't belong there, and you didn't belong there. We know you didn't. And to be honest with you, making the playoffs is no longer a big deal anymore in the NFL. It's not. I don't think making the playoffs in terms of, like, I think you actually have to win a game to consider it to be so if you really want to start, you know, sticking your chest out, like I like, I don't, it's not hard. It's not. It's no longer that hard to make the playoffs in the NFL anymore. Like fourteen out of thirty, fourteen out of thirty-two teams are gonna can make it. Are gonna make it. That's basically someone's fifty percent of the league. So, um, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, we'll get a lot of football. Uh, as always, thanks to Mister Sapp for joining me. All right, appreciate you there. Have a great rest of your week. We'll see you next time. Enjoy your evening. That's going to wrap it up for the latest, this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast. This podcast, of course, will be up tomorrow morning. We are amongst uh, also with some clips as well. You can, of course, subscribe to this podcast on my YouTube channel. Find me at anywhere where podcasts are available. Have a great, great rest of your evening. So long. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.